0: together in a zoo of death watching the people who came in and out of the house i walked towards the fox inside a big glass box on the wall opposite the door when i arrived at the glass i felt that the fox had heard my steps and froze her head was turned towards me like she was listening i stared at her she was amazing I had never been so close to a fox in my life. She had rich orange fur and a white chest. There was a bird between her teeth, and she looked at me with suspicious eyes, as if she thought I was going to steal the bird. The artist had made a beautiful natural home for the fox to live in. The back of the box was painted blue for the sky, and her black feet were walking on grass with rocks and moss and ferns, She seemed so alive, but I knew she was dead, and if I looked at her forever, she would look at me forever too, but she would stay the same, and I would grow old. My hair would grow long and grey, lines would cut into my face, my skin would become loose until one day I would fall to the ground and turn to dust in front of the eyes of the fox." I heard heavy steps on the ceiling coming towards the stairs. I went quickly and stood next to my rucksack with my hands held together, smiling politely. I've told you a million times not to do it from the house, the woman was saying. Yes, and I've got the message, thank you, the man said. Now, can you shut up about it? On the stairs, through the white railings, I saw a man's black boots, then his legs in pattern trousers of different greens, the kind that soldiers wear. He was holding the strap of his gun on his shoulder. He had dark brown hair with curls over his forehead and the shadow of a beard around his mouth. I thought he must be about forty years old. He was handsome, very masculine. As he turned the corner in the stairs, he saw me and looked at me, like he wished I would disappear into the ground. I looked quickly down at my feet. He went out of the door without saying anything to me, and I heard his feet on the stones. The woman followed him, but stopped at the door and shouted, Did you hear what I said? Mind your own fucking business! He shouted back. It is my business, you prick! She said quietly, And closed the door. She breathed deeply, turned to me, and smiled. Right then, let's get you settled in. I let myself look at the woman as she took off her hat and threw it next to the telephone on the little table. She was younger than the man, maybe thirty four or thirty five, with blonde, nearly white hair that finished just below her ears. She was beautiful but also very unusual. Before I arrived, I imagined she would be beautiful because rich men don't usually marry ugly women, but she was not beautiful in the way I imagined. I had a picture in my brain of a thin, hard woman with long nails, red lips, and dried hair, like a poodle in a competition. But this woman was more like a snow wolf with long, pale blue eyes and a pointy chin. I'm Sophie, she said. She held out her hand, and I saw the black moons of dirt under her nails and the holes in the ends of the sleeves of her red jumper. You must be Mirka, she said, saying Mirka, like many English people did. I took her hand and shook it. Mirka, I said. Nice to meet you. I'm sorry about my reprobate husband. He's a bit stressed. That's okay. She spent some time taking off her long green boots, using her toes against the back of the heels, and bending her leg to pull them with her hands, jumping around on one leg. Then she sighed and pushed the hair out of her eyes, as if it had been a lot of hard work. Right, follow me. I picked up my rucksack and walked behind her up the stairs. "'How was your journey?'